More to the game. We back with another podcast. I've been waiting on this for a minute. I got Deja James, Sam Logic, Living Legends over here in Luxembourg with your boy. And Deja didn't want to do the podcast today. Uh, she's leaving us. Uh, she's been here all season, but she's leaving for Italy. So congrats to you, Deja. Sam, she's going to be here with me, stuck out here, yeah, you know. So, Sam, how was your high school experience? You know, me personally, I won a state championship, so I had a great time. How was your high school experience? We um, we did not win a state championship. Um, we went to state my junior year for the first time in our program history, so that was kind of cool. Um, we got matched up with the other best team in the state the next round. I mean, it should have been the championship game um, that got matched up in, like, the quarterfinals, so... Mm-hmm. Ended up losing that one. Um, and then my senior year got to the same point, but they had changed, like, sectionals and stuff, so we didn't make it to state technically, but it was still the quarterfinals. So, I mean, we had a pretty good year, a um, couple well, a couple good years, and we're pretty good overall, like, always competing for conference championships and stuff like that. And like I said, made it to state once, and obviously didn't win, but would have liked to. That would have been fun. Winning's fun. Yeah. And you, Deja? Um... It was pretty cool. I didn't. I also did not win any state championships, <laughs> no unfortunately. No I, our point guard got hurt pretty late in the playoff run, but we did get a couple league championships, like two, three. That was a long time ago. Now I don't know how yeah, you guys remember yeah, any of those. But um, yeah, I think we got three league championships. So yeah, winning enough. Light work, you know. Yeah, slight work. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam, the offers you had come out of high school. Um, my last couple, uh, University of Iowa, where I ended up going, um, Vanderbilt, Kansas, Marquette, DePaul, um, was talking to Stanford a little bit, um, but they can't offer you, they're like an Ivy League school, like you have to get in before yeah. you can get offered, um, so those are like my last five or six. Yeah. Do you have any regrets that you wish that you went to somewhere else? I don't have any regrets. I mean, I think sometimes you always do the what if, you know, like obviously Stanford's a perennial national title contender. Um, that's really the only one that I'd be like, okay, well, what if I would have gone there? But I don't regret it at all. I mean, I we had a great run when I was at Iowa. I met some of my best friends there. Um, my coaches were phenomenal. I mean, you hear a lot of stories about coaches being crazy and, yeah. <laughs> you know, not treating you like people, you know, um, and – my coaches never had that. Like, they really are, like, top-notch, like, women. And, uh, I mean, our whole st- coaching staff was women, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, strength coach, athletic trainer. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't regret it at all. I would probably do the same thing. I mean, I will do the same thing over again. Um, but more so the what if, not, like, wishing to do it. But yeah. you think about it sometimes. But different. mostly. Yeah. It could have been. But, like I said, I, I wouldn't change it. I Like I said, I we went to a Sweet 16 Um Played in Big Ten championship games. Again, no rings, unfortunately. But now they're, they're getting them now, so that's cool with me. I'm that's, still you waiting know, on mine. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the Hawks are winning them now, so, you know, just I'll vicariously live through them now, I guess. Right. So who did you have come out of high school, Deja? I had, I had a couple offers. I did have a – I had quite a few. Um, it came down to ultimately two schools, uh, Utah and Arizona. And – Actually, my first offer ever was from the University of Pacific. It's like 30 minutes away from my hometown. And they were on me from the beginning. We had such a good relationship. Like, I didn't feel like a coach-player relationship. It felt like almost family. But they were just like way too small of a school. I just couldn't get myself to go there. And it was way too close to home. Um, So I ultimately told them no. And then 
I went to Utah and Arizona last and I was picking through them and I picked Arizona. But something, my dad really wanted me to go to Utah though. And I just, I was like, I'm not going to Salt Lake City. <laughs> There's no way. Me, you can't do it. I, as a black person, it was just really hard yep. for me to go to Salt Lake yep. City. Um, so I went with Arizona and crazy thing, a year later, the UOP head coach got the head position at Utah. At Utah. Oh. And so if anything said that I made the wrong decision, oh. it was that. But no, I enjoyed my time at Arizona. Uh, Tucson is like a bomb city. Yeah. Uh, just a college town. I shouldn't say city. I don't think it's a big city at all. But college town, the fans are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the school. Weather was great. We didn't win a lot. Now they're winning. I mean, now, I mean, they just, they were in the championship game, so they got a, uh, they got a championship, what was it, NIT, they got an NIT championship, and then they played in the championship the next year. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome, but was not a part of that. Was not a part <laughs> of that. was a part of it, you know? Building blocks. Doesn't yeah. feel like it. Yeah. Doesn't feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah. One thing when I was doing my Googles, my research, and I was, you know, looking up you guys' careers. I had no idea that Sam, you know, you were so decorated in college. Uh, just, you know, some of the things. Uh, only player in NCAA history to accumulate at least 1,500 career points, 800 rebounds, 800 assists, and 200 steals. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> when you, you know, I feel like you can. Any That's of those, crazy. Any, that any is those crazy. Numbers, Tell like, us, please. That is crazy. I feel like those stats are a little. I mean, it's cool to be like someone that's only done something, but like, I feel like if you be like, okay, if it's 180 steals instead, like someone else is there, or like 10 mm-hmm. steals. Like, you know, like, so they like. They, they like. It. They find those. Yeah. You, know, you find something that's only. Only me, but. Like I said, if they do fourteen hundred points or what? What is it? Fifteen hundred? You said. Yeah. If they do fourteen hundred points. points instead, like maybe all of a sudden there's twenty five people that have done it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like that about all the stats. Like all these ESPN has crazy stats. Like whether when an NFL team or an MLB team plays on a Tuesday and it doesn't rain, yeah. they're thirteen and zero in February or something. Like, <laughs> like what does that have to do with? You know, that's how I kind of feel yeah. about those. I mean, like I said, it's kind of cool to have like something that. Only you've done technically, but I'm sure it's been passed by now. I'm sure someone else has that stat. Yeah, okay. But at the time, it was cool. I mean, people like to use that. Like SIDs like to have those kind of stats yeah, around. I would definitely, I would definitely wear that on my yeah, chest. Yeah. Should I I get know, a shirt? that's pretty crazy. Should I get a shirt? You should. You should, you should yeah, get a shirt. Definitely should be on the back of your shirt. <laughs> that's you pretty. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's historic. And uh, Deja, I know you told me earlier in the season that you had tore your ACL your freshman year. I did um, preseason freshman year. Yeah, it was deep. Do you remember how it happened? Because I remember how mine happened. I, like, do, yeah. I just had came into the game off the bench, and uh, it was like the first it quarter. Game. It's a preseason game. Just came in. And uh, I don't know. I was excited. I wanted to shoot. That I'm always offensive-minded. <laughs> I wanted to shoot, and I, I took a quick shot, and I wasn't supposed to shoot it, and I knew I wasn't supposed to shoot it, so I knew I had to go get the rebound. And I ran after the rebound and lunged to get it, like, you know, one foot ahead of the other. And their point guard just dove for the ball into my uh, knee and tore it. And that game... Did you know? Yeah, right away. I heard the pop. I heard the pop. And, I mean, I've never torn my ACL before, but it's just something you know right away. Um, They pulled me off the court, and the doctor, we had a doctor on the game, and he, you know, did the ACL test, and he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, it's torn. 
And I was, how do you know? Don't you need a, like, don't you need a MRI? And they were like, yeah, but like, you know, there's tests we can do and stuff. But I was pretty distraught. Um, I didn't even want to tell, like this, so at this point, it was like early in the game. So now halftime comes around and he's like, you know, you want me to call your parents? Like, I'll let them know what's happening. And I was like, no, I was too scared to call my mom and dad to tell them. And uh, my coach actually beat me to it. Before the game was over, she had already called my parents and told them. When I when I called my parents, I think my mom was like in tears or my dad. One of them. And I was, oh, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. But I thought I'd get that red shirt back. I thought I'd get that year back. Because um, yeah, you only played 10 games, right? Right. No, no, it was like, what's the percentage? It's like 30% yeah, of the 30, season or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was I, they told me I was going to get the year back. And then I wasn't supposed to put in for it until my junior year came around or whatever and junior year came around so this whole time i'm thinking i'm getting the next year then junior year came around and turns out that that four minutes that i played in that game put me over the 30 percent. the 30 and i did not get my year back so and not knowing for that whole time right like so like mentally it's, it's, it's diff like you move different you know what i mean if i knew i i don't know i i loved my coach nia butts was amazing she played under pat summit under that championship team yeah. um she was amazing i think the team wasn't a good fit for me, personally. Mm -hmm. Coach was amazing. Mm -hmm. All the coaches were amazing. But I probably would have excelled elsewhere. And I probably would have transferred knowing I only had three more years, but you thought you had I thought I had more. Mm -hmm. And you know, and then the new coach came in my senior year, Adia Barnes, and she's also awesome, but we had six seniors at the time. So at that point, you're trying to clear house and trying to make a new team. You're building a new team. You know, you're not really... Well, you got to change something. Something probably was if you were being successful. You right, know, exactly. Coach comes in and right, and she's done awesome. And she's done great. I mean, yeah. she's done amazing. So kudos to her. But in a long run, it just didn't work out like I wanted to for myself. But that's okay. Yeah, my ACL. It, you know, it birthed this channel, this podcast. It showed me also like that I did make the right decision. Like we're talking about, if you would have changed something about going to your school, because when I tore mine, I was in, I was already overseas. Right. So. You know, it wasn't like you where you had the doctor to check on you. Right. I'm over here in practice. They sit me over here on the side. I got this. You poured in practice. Yeah, in practice. Got this, like, 20-year-old doctor, uh, physio guy over here. He just put some some ice on the back of my knee. They just keep practicing. And my uh, my coach from my, uh, my college, he took care of me, let me rehab there. Uh, I got to do the surgery there, so I barely had to pay anything. And, like, during my career, I feel like I would have been better somewhere else. But knowing, like, how things turned out in the end, like, it was definitely the right because they still right. took care of me. I know, like, I'm still good there. Right. Like, I still have a relationship with them to this day. Right. So sometimes things like that just show you, like, the decisions aren't just about the right then and there. It's about the long term, too. Right. And, like, building a connection, a family, and, you know, Absolutely. those relationships, yeah. for sure. For sure. But <clears throat> to the part that I want to get to more is you off the court. Because I, as a fan, like, I, before I was a, a fan of men's basketball, I was a fan of women's basketball because my older sister, like, she was, you know, the player. Like, she was older than me, nine years older than me, so I watched her games. Mm -hmm. So, like, I really have a respect for women's basketball because that's what I grew up watching. I mean, obviously, I watched the NBA as well, but I actually, like, really respect women because I've seen it. Like, I know, like, how much work that you guys put in. It's just the same, if not more, than guys because you can't rely on athleticism. So, I really wanted to do this because last year I planned to do it and it didn't work. But I wanted to, like, you know, hear something from a women's perspective because it doesn't get the same, you know, light as the guys' perspective. Like, people don't tune in as much because, you know, women's athletes aren't, you know, looked at as the same, even though they are, if not better, because, like I said, it's not the same obstacles. So I wanted to, you know, ask you guys about you guys' personal life, you know, being that you both um, 
you have a wife and you have a girlfriend, you both are gay, lesbian, I don't know the correct yeah, term you want me to you know, refer to, you know, it's 2023, you know, I hope I said it right there. I want to know, like, within basketball, like, how does that affect, like, you know, your relationship with your teammates, your life, like, because I've heard different stories from both sides, you know. Um, I'll first, I'll start off with overseas specifically. Uh, I think it kind of, having a girlfriend specifically, having a girlfriend overseas, it kind of, I don't know. I don't know about you. Maybe not you, but me. It depends on the country I'm in, because mm. you know different countries are not as open. Not as more open. open. Yeah. I was in Turkey for a couple years. Lolo. I don't think I'd want to be holding hands. Like not that I do PDA, yeah. but right. PDA yeah, in a Muslim ninety nine percent Muslim yeah. country. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not to say that my teammates and my my coaches treated me different. I don't think they did. I, don't, I haven't experienced that at all. But. Um, it does affect your, like, personal life outside, off the court, when you want to be with your person. Even, like, taking vacations during your off time, like, Depends I know where this you is go. crazy, Depends but, like, where you go. I, there, I do look that up, like, is this country gay-friendly? Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a thing that I do look up. You have to search. And maybe I'm paranoid, but... No. It's not, I, though, I because... Just, sometimes you just don't want the looks or, like, the stares. Mm-hmm. I, you just want to be. I just want to be in my own little world, you know? Yeah, and it's different because, like, I think my wife played in, like, um, the Netherlands, and there was one time she was in the car with one of the parents. She was coaching a younger team, and she, the little girl asked her, well, do you have a boyfriend? And she didn't know anything mm-hmm. about Gab yet. Yeah. And the, the mom went to the kid and said, hey, like, you can't ask that. Like, you had to ask, are you dating someone, or do you mm-hmm. have a boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend? Well, Not knowing sweet. that she was, you know, and so it depends. Yeah. So, so if you're in the Netherlands, more known for being open and, you know, you do your life, I'm going to do mine. If you're happy, that's cool, you know? Yeah. And like then you said, you could go somewhere like potentially a turkey. I mean, obviously, some other places that you don't really want to be like a closeted for like right. better, lack right. of a better term. But like there, she's like, she didn't even know I was. she was dating me at the time. She just said that like, no, this is how you ask somebody to make everybody feel included and comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends, like you said, where you are and. I've never had problems though with like teammates or stuff. Maybe they have problems with me, but <laughs> I not that I've noticed. Like maybe I just I don't care enough. Yeah, I haven't had any problems. I've had none. Either. I've had I've been on teams where people are dating yeah. people on the team. That's, yeah, I could never imagine. That's that. yeah. that's a different dynamic. Yeah, that's yeah. that's different. But that's, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. We're not even talking. About yeah, that. that's yeah. different. Because like as a dude, like I could not imagine like a gay guy in the locker room because like. Dudes are a whole lot more closed off to that. Like, you know, girls, you know, from, you know, I've never been in a girl's locker room, but when I heard it's pretty open and everything, but I, I did want to, like, do some girls, like, not want to, you know, be, like, I don't know, like, naked around you or, you know, take their clothes off. Like, because I know guys would definitely be like that. Yeah. So I don't know about the women's perspective on that. I think most of them are pretty open. I mean, I've had some teammates, like, I think you have sometimes some of the younger girls, maybe, places. Like, but is that because you're they're gay? Young. Right. Or they're just that not comfortable. Right, being, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't really say, but I don't think I've ever come across. Girls are, like you said, girls are just more open. Yeah. Like, you can be totally straight and look at each other's body, booty yeah. naked, and just be okay with that. And just yeah. talking uh, to you like it's normal. Yeah. I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. I've never. Usually, also, let's, not, let's remember that when we're in the locker room, most people are just taking a shower, putting their clothes back on. Yeah. We're not really looking around, <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> you know, if you just mind your own business, do what you got to do and get back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's ever been a thing. No. Well, I'm glad I had to ask that question. I always wanted to know. Like, these are things, like, uh, I think 
conversations like this are important because there are a lot of things that we we go through in life and we just go through like based off of what we hear about a situation versus actually act, asking someone with firsthand experience. Mm -hmm. So like just to hear you guys say like, you know, it's it's cool, but in certain places that you, you know, you don't feel comfortable or people don't feel comfortable with you. I never knew that. And now I, I look at it a whole lot differently, you know. So yeah. definitely appreciate you guys giving me the insight. I do also want to add, I, I don't think that like in Turkey, I've never been mistreated because I was gay or with another woman. I think that it might also be me mentally knowing how their culture is mm -hmm. that makes me want to be more respectful. Make the adjustments. Or make the adjustments so that I don't kind of stick out. You, and you know keep what I mean? pushing, just, yeah. Yeah, so I mm -hmm. kind of blend in and keep it. Yeah, just keep just, just keep a low profile. Yeah. Right, Keep exactly. a low profile. That's yeah. anybody who says keep a low profile. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't get caught with drugs yeah. and then people can do whatever. Like, yeah. it, it can get crazy. <laughs> do you guys have any horror stories overseas? Sam has more horror for me hearing yes. this than it actually is. Well, no, again, again. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm white. So here we are. Oh, just here winning we again. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> going, it's, go. it's going there for here sure. Go. Let's go. So I was playing, I'm not going to say where. Um, and I had a roommate that I just met, and she's black. And our president was talking to us, and I thought he was about to be cool. He was like, you know, some places in the city don't really, like, still kind of racist, like, just so you know. You know, I was like, oh, bet, like, he's down. Like, he's just letting her know, like, hey, be careful, like, maybe avoid these places, you know. Then he turns to me and said, is it okay that you're living with her? About a my black, black teammate. Hold on, what? <laughs> he asked me, what? "Is it okay that you're yeah. living with her while she's standing? While she's right there. like, if this is Deja, a black woman, yeah. is it? Crazy. You ask me That's if it's okay. Crazy. Yes, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. Yeah, and I didn't bring it up to my. I mind you, we got off the plane, yeah. met at the apartment, and this is the first time meeting this girl, yeah. right? And. And I wish I would have known her before because I would have said some slick shit, you know, like, been like, nah, you know, actually I can't, can't mess with that. But I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. it asked me in front of, and like I said, Sheesh. yeah, literally, yeah. and I, like I said, I don't know if, I'm assuming he meant it like that because, oh, yeah. duh, it she came across that way. But I was like, <laughs> I just, yeah, so that was one that was. If I was, if I was your teammate, I think I would have, like, I would have went home. Yeah. That would have been enough for me to be like, I, I don't think I'm in the right area. I'm not. Like, this ain't, this ain't this from, and I was just like, yo, it was, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's very fine with me. Very, I didn't know what else to say in that situation. Like, yes, it's very completely fine, sir. I had a GM, uh. I don't care. Yeah. I had a GM, uh, and uh, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say this. But just yeah. know that I, we were having a conversation, yeah. and we was talking about just basketball, you know. Uh, and he said that you know usually you know the black players are lazy, you know. So we try to find you know, yeah, you know the ones that's not lazy, because really? they you know we were talking about the NBA for some reason. Like he's like to Mark, Demarcus Cousins. Oh, I don't like him. I think he's lazy. You know, you know usually over here the black players are lazy, like. Yo, like, who are you talking to right now? Like, that's crazy to say. Also, the same place, now that you're getting my mind there, which I we haven't talked about this ever, the guy, my, one of my co I think it was my coach, I don't even remember who it was. He was coaching there, for, and we had the conversation about saying the N-word and how it's not okay, and he would be saying it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And I was like, <laughs> what did chill, he say? man. Would he say, like, we would say it, or does he say it, like, 
like in a negative way. The Either way, thing. wrong. Right. You seen, you seen that, that, you no. That's what you said. No. You that White people, absolutely not. That Buddha's episode, where he's like, negative, negative, yeah. negative. Yeah. No, he was saying with the ER. With the ER? With the ER. Because he was just saying it. He wasn't, he wasn't like calling stuff. And, you know, and then sometimes with the ER and the aid, like, he was trying to ask the no. difference, you know? And he was like, it was from a genuine place of, like, he didn't know because he's not American, you know? But I'm like. Was he asking a black person? Well, this is, uh, yeah, and so he, well, it was the same teammate that was oh, there. The teammate. It was the teammate. Yeah, she okay. was there. Oh, and he's like talking, and like, well, why can you say it and I can't? And, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I was like, <laughs> sir, you don't have the time. And I just, and sh- I tried to not make her answer it because, like, that's not, yeah. like, fair to be, that's like, and cool. he doesn't even understand yeah. putting that burden on somebody. And I was like, you just can't do, like, I said, that's a whole different. He's like, you know, trying to compare the things of, like, yeah. overseas slaves. And I'm like, you know, like every like every country, continent, or whatever, like has had slaves. I said, but that you know, I was just trying to explain the difference yeah. of our whole like country it's being. It's, it's, levels. Levels, it's levels, you know, and he wasn't yeah. understanding the levels yeah. of it, and I'm just like, you just can we just say you can't say it and just leave it? Like, just leave it. Like, it's not that big. Like, do you what do you gain from saying it? Like, yeah. you don't gain anything. Yeah. Like, it hurts people. Like, and it hurts people's not feeling, but like you know, there's there's. History and context yeah. and weight it's like, it's like to that you, word. It's, it's like when you tell a kid not to do something, and right? They really want to do it yeah. because they know they can't. They shouldn't, right? Or can't, yeah. And that's right. and I was just like, bro, like we. And she's especially, having, yeah. and it really bothers me, especially when we get to overseas, because that's not even your language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what you're so it's like you go out of your way yeah. to use these words and just just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just, it's enough already to explain to the people that speak our language. No, sure. And now, alone and now uh, yeah, and, you know, and then you're in a whole nother. Right. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't it's even speak true. on it. It's not my thing to, but like, it's just, I was just, that was enough. That that's was the same a place. Not, we don't have no time to yeah, go there. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> now you, horror stories. I have a sure. lot of horror stories. Um, all, a lot. A lot. Every year is another horror story. <laughs> Overseas basketball is different. You got to be built it's different. Built different. <clears throat> for sure. And um, even if you are, it's still. Yeah, a lot. I signed. I signed with the team for a good amount of money, and I knew this team could not pay this amount of money. Uh, I knew the money. Team, <laughs> I knew this team could not pay this but it was good money. So I'm like, how much? Just maybe. Good money they don't have. Sheesh. <laughs> so what I did was I made him pay up front, like oh, a lot okay. of my money up front, okay. right when I got there, like the mm-hmm. first month I was there. Mm-hmm. And um, I so have. So like, you got that right? Well. <laughs> they had 20 days to give me that money before I could leave, which I thought was a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I got there, or maybe practiced a week, and I hadn't gotten my first, you know, when you installment. land, you first, your first install, little, little medical it's a little, clearance, all yeah. that little, couple little money, yeah. you know, yeah. well, here you go. Welcome. Yeah, little, little right. advance. Welcome. Walk around. Yeah, right. walk around. So that's what happened. I got there, and I hadn't gotten that, and, you know, it was getting, it was getting like a week or two. It's a lot of time with no money. And I'm like... If you ain't giving me this little measly coins, why do I think you're about to give me this bag in 20 days, right? So my 20 days come up, and I was like, you know what? It's already looking bad. I'm going to leave. I ended up leaving, and the club, I'm not kidding, the club closed, shut down, Disappeared a week the after quickness. I left. With the quickness, nobody played. Oh, nobody. That like a scam. The whole team. <laughs> I was in that year. It was the year after COVID too. Yeah. And that year, I like spent the rest, the first half of the season, without a job, without a contract, because I had 
put all my eggs in that basket. And, right, and now people signed everybody. Right, and... so I was sitting after COVID already 40 pounds heavier than I should be probably. Mm. Now sitting longer and waiting for a contract. I ended up getting a contract the second half right. of the season, but still. I like, mean, that's, I mean, four months without every check. Year, every single year. I, this is my sixth year now. This is the only team that's ever really paid me what they're supposed to pay me on time. Every yeah, year, crazy. though, outside of this, I still have money out there. Every team has. Every that. team everyone owes say, me. Like a former Uber said, he got money. If people owe them. Every, yeah. Everyone. Every, every single, single team owes me, but it's like not enough money to like go to court. Yeah. Some right. is. There's one that is, but yeah. I also didn't have the right agent at the time mm-hmm. to like go after and it. it. Yeah. But yeah, every single team. That's the one last, thing I'm thinking Last for. year, my girlfriend tore her ACL. Um, she partially tore it. They gave her one month. One month. Exactly one to month. The day. To come back and play because the doctor said that she could. First of all, you shouldn't come back at all. <laughs> one, month, one month passed. One month passed. And they said, well, the doctor said you should be ready in a month. They didn't They didn't ask the doctor to or like, another check up on her again. They just made her play. Then she to- then she continued to play. She played her ass off for, like I think, a month and tore it completely. Of course. It's, it's almost done. Yeah. And I mean, then just waiting left her out to dry. Like, she got the surgery, but they didn't, like, tell her how to do it. They didn't, like, check up on her after. They didn't take her to the hospital, bring her back. I wasn't having the surgery. They didn't They didn't do anything. But it's also hard because, I mean, not speaking for for my girlfriend, but for other players, like, a lot of, this is our jobs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when we come overseas and we're, we have insurance by these clubs, yeah. they're supposed to take care of that. You know what I mean? That's our insurance. Like, that's, what it's for, that's what you signed the contract for. Unless, unless you're somebody who also has insurance in, at home, paying for insurance at home when you're not home for nine right. months out of the I'm year. I'm 26. Um, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's like really well, you hard. Know. Yeah. Sure it's about to run out. Right. <laughs> exactly. You got to get it. It's scary to, like, get, to get hurt in, in, in the, uh, sorry, overseas and have to rely on some of these countries to like for your surgeries and stuff. Because yeah. right when you stop doing for these teams... They, they stop, stop doing, doing for, for you. you. They don't care anymore. You don't have sure. anything to give them. So yeah. they're on to the next, trying to find the next player to take your place, trying to save the next money to mm-hmm. give to the next person. Like, it's a doggy dog out here. <laughs> world out here. You know what I mean? That's tough. Uh, my, uh, my horror story so far is year three was I had a GM. I get to the team in January, February, somewhere in there, and they pay, you know, the first month. But there's already guys on the team because uh, the season started for that league in January. There's already guys on the team. They had their month or whatever. And they didn't get their second month check because I got there the second month. So I got there in February. They, got, they had a January check. I had a February check. And they didn't get their money. So we get to March. Nobody's got money. So they, they missed the two checks. I'm missing one. And playoffs about to come up. And basically his whole scheme was to – Basically, just to give everybody this one check and then roll in the playoffs, win the league, and he get all the money, all the money from winning the league. And because we were number one, and everything we were expected to win the league, we ended up winning the league. But he was apparently on drugs. Uh, his mom had to wow. get get the money for us. We ended up getting uh, our, the checks we were supposed to get and our bonus and all that stuff. But yeah, he was apparently like an addict <laughs> on drugs, wow, scamming crazy. us. Net had no intentions of you know honoring the real contract because unless you want, yeah, because money could. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That is sad. And sad. Yeah. That's why but, I don't go back to Eastern Europe. Can't do it. Yeah. There is a... Like, when you go, when you go to certain countries... Because certain countries have their reps about money specifically. 
that's when you have to kind of put that fine print in your contract. The 15 days that you get to pay me late now is like five or like, you know, three and so, or whatever yeah, it is. And those ones. See, I was at Otherwise, a... They don't care. It. No. In Turkey, the, the average one was 30 days so that they could always be a month late. You know what I mean? So every first I'm getting... La- the month before. The month before. Yeah. The month before. And it's like, you're late. And they think because they're still in the 30 days, it's on time. Yeah. It's not, That's not how it that's works, late. sir. Late, late. Also, we got bills at home. We got some yeah. car payments, rent right. for a house, mortgage, whatever. You know what I mean? We got bills. Like, they don't care yeah. about that. No. And so, even if you do, even if you don't have that, it's not your money. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, because it's, it's my money. Business. It's none of your business. And I've, I've read a, one of those overseas accounts that just said, you know, like, a guy was like, you know, I had to start telling my team. Child support. I had child support. He said, I ain't got, he said, I ain't got no kids. He said, I ain't got no zero kids. Like, you don't need to know that. Yeah. I have child support. He's like, I got child support. I need you to pay me. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to, you know. Got bounce. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he said, knowing damn well, I ain't got no kids. Yeah. He said, but it worked. But the, yeah. the fact that you have to do that, something that extreme to get what's owed to you mm-hmm. and what's signed in a con- like, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. See, at the time, I had no leverage. Yeah. So I came off of injury mm-hmm. and I went to a team. And I basically was still injured. I wasn't back yet. And I still, I was rehabbing for like another two or three months while I was with the team. I came back. I wasn't myself. I didn't play well. And I did, when I did play well, they had already made a decision to cut me. So I went down to a team in the second division. So I had, I really had no leverage. So I just needed to get film and hopefully get, get some type of money and film. That's all I wanted to do. End up being, you know, good because I ended up getting all of that, you know, and the championship. But I didn't really have any leverage to say, oh, I need to make sure this is in my contract or any right. of that. They probably weren't going to honor it anyway because they, they, they literally what they did. So I was on a team in the first division. Uh, one guy got cut. He went down to that team and uh, I ended up uh, getting cut and I went down to that team. They copy and pasted his contract, even with his agent's name on everything. The same as that contract. Like, they wouldn't think about the money. Like, they're going to match the right. money and all that stuff because they had no intention of paying all of it. You can pay right. that, that one month, and that was cool for them. Right. And, I mean, I didn't really have – it was my first year, really, because I missed my first year of the injury. So, I had no leverage, no <laughs> idea. Like, I was just trying to make it out to get to the other side to get another deal after that. Right. So, I just had no leverage. And – you know, it worked out, though. Yeah, it, it worked out. <laughs> I mean, did it? Like, geez, like, that stuff. That, we kind of brush off a lot of stuff, the like, crazy stuff that we go through. Yeah. Like, and that seems like the light stuff on... It's just like, yeah. oh, it worked out. Did, like, why do we have to do that, though? Like, why... We have to almost be treated like... I don't want to say the wrong word, but just... Yeah. Like, just a piece of property. Just poorly. Like, yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Not yeah. even a piece of property, because, like, you know, you take care of what's yours, but... Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy. Poorly. Yeah. And humane. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, I just came to accept that uh, when you're at the lower levels, there's a lot of stuff you got to put up with. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the higher level, you still have to put up with stuff, but it makes it worth it because they pay you more. It's a higher level. Right. It's a whole lot more professional. Right. So, like, we're getting paid, you know, to play basketball. So, everything not going to be, you know, sweet. Like, I could be working a regular nine to five and be miserable, you know. So, I just accepted the fact that it's a lot of BS you got to take with this job. You know, until you're able to reach one of those higher levels, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you know, go to Italy, you know, you probably won't have to deal with time. too much. <laughs> probably won't have to deal with too much. <laughs> For sure. No, yeah, that makes sense, though. For sure. And I think sometimes the harder part is that, like, people at home who don't know someone that's playing overseas in any professional, like, whether, like, volleyball, soccer, basketball, like, they're like, oh, that's the best job in the world. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like... We fight for our money. Yeah. Like, 
and then and then they have people in clubs, you know. Like I've met, not been in many situations, thankfully, that I've had to do that. But like, and then you have people thinking like, well, what are you mad at? What's so wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, you would not go to your job if you haven't gotten paid. Exactly. Right. No one else would in your uh, in your regular job. There's no fifteen other days yeah. to write that in the contract. To have to even write that in the contract is insane. Right. To think of that, like, okay, you can pay me fifteen days late, but I'm still expected to be at every practice, do every weight session. Each. Shooting workout mm-hmm. for fi- I have to work fifteen days for free then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one in their right mind would go to work for two weeks if they were late right. in the state, like anywhere probably. But like, yeah. and they just don't they don't want to grasp that, and because you can't even grasp that because you just wouldn't do it. Like right. you, you just wouldn't go. Yeah. And like we have to fight for that, let alone all these other. I mean, yeah. just crazy the other things, you know, like little things even. I've, I've your had contract. last year. Last year when I sat out, I sat at a practice because they were like a month and change. Like, yeah. And I was just so tired of it because I needed my money. Yeah, and put your foot down. Right. And you know, even when they, this is what's crazy. Even when they're late, you still feel bad or like you still don't want to sit out or yeah. you still, even though you have every right to do Every stuff. right to. Yeah. So I was at that point. I was like, ah, oh, should I sit out? I don't know. I'm scared. I shouldn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they need us. They didn't need me for the game this weekend. And I finally got the courage to set up of a practice yeah. and I sat out of a practice and I still showed up, you know, just, I don't, I showed up and good spirits. And I was in the huddle and I had the coach actually say to everyone how he thought that it was crazy that I was sitting down mm-hmm. and selfish almost. Selfish? Yeah. yeah. Baby, what you yeah. expect? This ain't free labor. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> at the time, like, and also at the time, like, you know, I had just lost like my first cousin. I had there's just so many things mm. going on and I couldn't go home at the time. And, you know, yeah. you never know what people need money for or, yeah. and you're not giving it to me. And now I'm forced to do this, which I don't want to do because mm-hmm. I'm over here to play basketball. And now I have to not do that in order to get my money. Yeah. So like now I'm doing this. And now on top of all that, the coach who has no idea how management is treating me or not treating me or whatever, sit there and say in front of my peers and coworkers yeah. and my teammates that how I'm kind of being selfish and that yeah. he just doesn't agree and I should be practicing today and mm-hmm. I just think that's insane yeah crazy yeah people don't understand like because like even to get to this point you have to do things the right way you know you put in the work you're in a good good teammate you know you show the practice every day show the games every day but then you're put in situations where people are trying to bring the worst out of you in terms of bad management not paying uh, teammates, you know, getting like on your nerves, doing this or that because they don't have the same situation as you. Like, it's so many things that you're pushed into with this business that people don't understand. Like, right. and you're I'm over here, it, yeah, and you're over here, like in a foreign country by yourself, and it's only so much you can even try to do right. and feel safe to do. Right. So it's a and whole sitting lot. out of practice is one of the very few things that you have control. Like, you don't have control yeah. over so much, like you said. And I think sometimes I don't know if it's true, but they like, especially if you're a good person. You know, and obviously not all athletes, like, right? There's there's good people, yeah. there's bad people, just yeah. like in any, like, but especially when, like, they try to walk on you, and I think they try to take that to, like, their advantage of, like, hey, you love playing, I know you love playing, I know you're a good person, I know you don't want to sit out. Mm-hmm. So let me take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because then there's some people that they wouldn't, they just wouldn't mess with, because they're, like, That's they're going to sit out. 100%. You know, because, right? like... Yeah. They're, they're not going to sit out, so I got to pay them. They're you know? not playing, but they money, you know? And that's, you know? That's, and that's what it is. I, I mean, there was a, I had a teammate when I was in college. She went and played, you know, she's a couple years older than me, and she's like, yeah, you know, because I didn't know nothing about overseas yet, and I was a sophomore or something, and she's like, yeah, they haven't paid me for like a month or two months, but like, I feel bad sitting out. 
right? And even I was like, girl, you gotta sit out. Right. That's your. Mm. This is your job. A month you know, is a month crazy. Why do I feel that? Why do I feel that? That's, that's what I mean. And they're trying like, to like. Because what they're using, they're using something you love, right. the basketball, yeah. to make you feel bad for not like you know for not doing what's right for your actual like job. Life. Right. Yeah. Life. yeah. <laughs> right. And they try to make you feel crazy for it. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm not crazy for this. Yeah. You have to remind yeah, you yourself of that. Of you try time. to remind yourself of it. Yeah. Right. So uh, you majored in education. I did. And you majored in sports. Yeah, exercise science. Exercise science. Okay. Okay. So what are you guys' plans when the ball stops bouncing? I don't know. Probably get into coaching at some level um, to start and see how it goes. I mean, I think it's a. It's a very volatile field, like depending on what level you're at and stuff. So if you're at like D1 or, I mean, even high D2, I'm sure like even any level that's really trying to be successful, it's like a very up in the air, like if you lose, you're out kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I think for a little bit, I'd like to try it and then kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. I don't really like set plans, so. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. Only 30. You're going to play 20 more years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only 30. <laughs> I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, Oh, okay. I do not want to that's work. That's not for us. That's for somebody else. My, my dream job <laughs> is not to else. work. That is that's not for us. That's not for us. That's for somebody else. What What job do I do that I don't work? I don't work? know what I want to do. I don't I don't really dream of working. I, really I mean, how don't. many kids do you want? You said? I, I want like six kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Sheesh. You yeah. having I six, six kids. I want, I you have it's so, y'all, y'all both going to be, like, this is different. Like, So y'all both going to be having the kids? Or no, I think, oh, well, probably. You have all the kids? Or like four, and then adopt two. You gonna be having one like I can't do this too many more times. I can't keep doing this. But my goal right now is six, and if that changes along the way, that's okay. But anyway, I also yes, I I majored in education, but I minored in uh, sports management, Mm -hmm. which I kind of added on last minute, and I actually really liked um, like marketing, advertising. I don't know. I kind of like dabble. It's it's more like a I think I'm I'm creative in mm-hmm. a certain to a certain extent and like like thinking of like advertisements when I look at commercials or like billboards that kind of stuff like interests me I don't mm-hmm. know I think I could come yeah. up with like certain things like that I don't know where that starts like a collage yeah I don't know where that starts <laughs> but I think I'd be really good I at that, that. Uh, um, I agree with that or Adobo I think I'm really organized and hold on what's that. Uh, director of operations. Oh yeah, you did for like basketball yeah. teams okay. specifically. Yeah. I don't want to be a coach. Not interested. Um, but Adobo, next best thing. <laughs> yeah, you get all the perks and I get all the gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's organized stuff. The Still same. Basketball, just don't have to coach it. Yeah. Um, I don't Make know. Good I game. really don't know. That's a really depressing question, actually. Yeah. Um, so you keep playing. Yeah. Who wants to stop playing? Yeah. Yeah. Like you kind of do what you love all your life, and now we're talking about things that we have to do instead yeah. of wanting. Instead of want, like that's a crazy question. Well, it'll start to flip, though. I think like people say, like you know, when you know, you know. So it's and a lot of times I feel like basketball players, specific, maybe all athletes, probably all athletes, and I could be wrong. This could be just me, but besides like us working on our craft, perfecting it, and obviously performing. I feel like outside of basketball, because of basketball, things are kind of handed to us in a certain, to a certain extent, you know what I mean? Because of certain relationships, like, things kind of come easy outside Mm -hmm. of basketball. So for some reason, I feel like that should just keep happening after (laughs) basketball. I don't know. I just don't want to think about it. I just think it's going to happen. I don't know why or when. Don't ask me. It's going to happen. I know it. I feel it. My my coach used to tell us uh, in college that 
being a, being a college basketball player is closer to being in prison than real life. The real life, like being like an athlete, going to real life is totally different. Yeah. However, like this channel was created because when I got injured, I was looked at like, dang, it's possible that this could be it. Like you never know how you bounce back right. from a surgery like ACL like that. So like having like the conversation of what's next is something I always want to ask people because you never know. All it takes is one step, mm -hmm. literally. Not even, it, it, yeah. might, it might even take one step. COVID ended so many careers, right. and we never saw that coming. So you, you never know, you know when it's going to be your last season, your last game, your last right. practice. Yeah. You never know. Your last yeah. rep. Yeah. So, you know, my plan uh, is to I – I majored in finance. But uh, my plan is to coach. You know, like I said, I want to coach and use my finance degree as a personal like advisor. So I want to do that at the same time. And, you know, maybe do also the podcast still going at that time as well. You never know. But that's, like, what I have envisioned. But, you know, those things change over time. But yeah. that's my thing, like, you know, coaching basketball, pouring back into the youth and finance. That's two things that I'm really into. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Finance. So, like, what in finance exactly? What do you mean, what in finance? Like, personal finance, like, handling your that's money. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, like, portfolios think, and stuff. So you Everything. can, like, write me down, like, because, you know, me and numbers. <laughs> 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 One to ten, you will. Between me and Sam, I got a great team behind me. You got a great yeah. team to start us. Yeah. Yeah. You do my taxes or something. Now, nah, that's taxes. That's not. Nah, <laughs> no, I need accounting for that. Accounting for that. Yeah, I need accounting for that. I can't do the taxes. So, you want to manage portfolios and stuff. Yeah, like, just... Not even just like, oh, I'm going to put this money in stock market for you, but just like understand like, oh, I want this house. How do I set myself up for that? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I, I want to send my kids to college. I, so, oh, you need to put your money into into a 529 plan. Yeah, like right, things right. like that, like mm -hmm. to set your life up because people don't like know. don't know. And it's the system is set up for you not to know because we don't learn anything that's really applicable to finance in school unless you're right. going to, you know, like school for, for finance. Even filing, even filing taxes right now, like. You don't ever get taught that. And yeah. everybody has to do it. Yeah. Every single person has to do it. For sure. Regardless of what you do. Yeah. What you do. Got yeah. to. Death of taxes. Guaranteed, yeah. baby. But how guaranteed. come we've, that's no not a high school basic class? That should be a high school class, mm -hmm. 100%. That's like how to do it, like, different, yeah. And now we Personal have, finance like, should be athletes. one of the first things. You yeah. Right. Now you have, like, athletes who careers end at 30 or mm -hmm. maybe even sooner mm -hmm. and now we're 30 year olds yeah. not knowing how to file taxes yeah. yeah like that's a scary thing and we look crazy for mm -hmm. not knowing how to do it at that age and it's just like i've just never had to yeah. like i got it personally yeah like yes we get to live this amazing life and we get to do what we love every day but we're also like behind yeah like, that's a lot of skills you don't have the game because right. you're protected by the athlete shield people mm -hmm. people who have been starting growing since high school we have not got. We yeah. haven't gotten to do that. They were the forced years. into it. We yeah. were right. always. I had someone to help us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Stay at home, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no taxes, baby. No taxes. I ain't gonna shit. <laughs> Put my kids on them. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> six, six dependents. Six that's crazy. That's crazy. No. I don't think that that's crazy. Crazy for me. I can't think of that. For you, I mean, anybody. You can have eleven kids for you, but I ain't have. I don't think it's that. <laughs> my future wife. Not having six kids. Not, six. <laughs> Not having six, six kids. I'm sorry. All right. Well, but yeah, that's it for uh, this episode. I had Deja James, Sam Logic on, and Trayvon Barnes. As always, more to the game podcast. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.